Let's talk about goals for 2023. And I'm not talking about resolutions that we're going to break by the first part of March. I'm talking about well-thought-out goals that we set, we plan for, and we work hard to achieve in business, in finance, and personally. Goals for 2023. Let's do this. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome in to My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George. He's Lee Perkins over at JL Perkins Wealth Management in Macon. Got a good show for you today as we look ahead to the new year and really just kind of setting personal goals and finding out more about what Lee's got on tap in terms of you know financial business goals, personal goals, I guess for both for yourself and for your clients, Lee. But is this something you do each year? Is this a big priority for you? Yeah, and I like the topic um, that we're going to talk about today because I, I think goal setting is something that a lot of people have difficulty doing. Um, and one of the things that I always ask people when they come into my office, what are their goals? And, you know, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to give me some type of return goal for their investment, meaning, you know, I want to get 6% or 8% or whatever it is. But that's that's not what we're going to be talking about on today's show. We're talking about goals for your life, you know, what makes you happy, uh, what's going to move the, the needle on, on those kind of things. And, and I think that's way more important than a return goal on their assets. And so it should be a, a helpful show for people. So maybe not really going down the path of like New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that, that it should be a lot of fun today. Yeah. And I think this will be good too, to kind of get a better sense of, of what Lee prioritizes every year. And maybe you'll, you'll find a goal or two that you can add to your list for 2023 and some things that maybe you want to try to accomplish in the new year. And if you want to talk with Lee more about uh, what we discussed today or you want to lay out some some goals or maybe see what's achievable for your retirement, you can always go to talkwithlee.com, schedule a meeting there. Great place to start. And you can find everything online at myretirementclarity.com as well. All right, let's uh, let's start personal goals, Lee. We're going to go into some business, financial, and maybe some relationship goals as well. But let's start personal goals. What do you, what do you have on your list right now? Yeah. So, you know, when I think about personal goals, like a I said earlier, a a lot of people think about New Year's resolutions, which, you know, winds up being some type of weight loss goal or exercise goal. And, you know, I, as much as anybody, I probably need to do some of that. I I get exercise playing pickleball, but I probably need to do something else. So certainly it's a great thing to have um, a health goal. We we could all use that, Uh, but it doesn't have to just be that. What if you had a goal to read a certain number of books? So for me, this was a goal that I set last year and I told myself, hey, I, w- I want to read one new book every single month. So 12, 12 books. And and so I started off really strong on this one. Um, I, I bought a, a Kindle because I had used my wife's Kindle and found that that was a little bit easier for me to, or just a little more convenient for me to read. But you know what? I, I I think I only wound up reading about seven books last year. So I, I failed on that goal, but I'm going to give it another shot this year and, and, and go for that again. But, you know, for, for other people, you know, what about, what about a travel goal? And, and this is a good one that when I'm talking to somebody and they mention that. So 
especially when thinking about the group of people that I, I work with. I, I don't want people that are in the third and fourth quarter of their, their lives to, to be sitting at home and doing nothing in, in retirement, unless that's what sort of brings them joy. I want them to go out and, and really enjoy this phase of life. And for a lot of people, travel is a great outlet because you, you get to go and see new places, um, do new things, experience things that you've never done before. But it doesn't have to just be travel. I mean, I would love to set a goal to travel more this year, but it's a little hard to do for me since my right now my daughter's cheer schedule sort of dic- dictates our our traveling. Um, but maybe you want to take up a hobby, you know, something you've been interested in but never started it. Um, something, you know, something. I'm thinking of a few things like painting. If you know, if you wanted to paint, take an art class. If you want to go play pickleball, take pickleball lessons start a garden, anything like that. You can research that and start doing that. It's just doing something, you know, it's important for you to have something in your life that gives you some meaning and something to look forward to every single day. Whatever that is, set a goal and go after it. I like that. I I, I try to do the the reading as well. This year, I've kind of been a little bit better at it. I'm just trying to, I've set an easier goal. And I think this also helps is just, hey, 30 minutes a day. Just carve out 30 minutes a day to sit down and just read. Man, um, it's, it's so hard to do because I've set yeah. the same goal, 12 books. And here we are at the <laughs> day we're recording this, January 30th. I have the book on on my um, end table at, at home next to the recliner. And I've I've read one chapter, and we're thirty days into yeah. the first month, so I got I got to pick it up. It's so easy to get distracted, but I found just say just take thirty minutes, stop what you're doing, thirty minutes, and just read. Don't no yep. matter how far you get, just just take the thirty minutes. And I I got a first book done in no time, but now I've started procrastinating again and putting it off. So this yeah. this episode is is going to get me retra- refocused and back on track. I'm going home today and going to read 30 minutes and start that up again. So there you go. But again, having a personal goals is, is so important and gives you something to strive for throughout the year. All right. What about relationship goals? Do you, do you have any of those uh, in mind for this year? Well, yeah. And, and I think as we sort of discuss this one, this one can be a, a little bit tough for, for people because we could probably all do things to enhance our relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think about your relationship with your spouse, you know, what, what could you do this year? Meaning, what could you, what could you do to be intentional about something that would make your your marriage better? Do you plan date nights? You know, are, are these things part of your regular schedule? And Ben, I think about this all the time, but at this point, I just think about it and hadn't really put it on the calendar. Um, and now with you know one one kid away at college and the other one just turning 16. And, and like I said earlier, her having her own social calendar. Um, why would I not do that? Cause, cause we're going to have a little, you know, we're going to have time to do that. So that's something that I'm going to work on, but I, I don't think it just has to be related to your relationship with, with the spouse. Um, maybe it's a, a friend or a relative or somebody that, that you hadn't talked to in a while. Uh, maybe, you could set a goal, or maybe I could set a goal of being more intentional about spending time with with these folks, you know. Because I find myself during the week, you know, maybe eating lunch when I go out to lunch, eating with the same people three or four times a week. I should probably mix that up. Uh, but you know, from a relationship standpoint, one of the things I think about sometimes is people who are getting older, and a lot of the people that used to be in their social circles. St- have have passed away or, or you know more of them passing away and and I think a lot of times these people can be be lonely and I I'll, I'll tell you I'm super super impressed when somebody tells me that 
Did they go see Aunt Sally in, in the nursing home or in the assisted living facility every Thursday afternoon? It's, you know, that person is going to get a, a crown, a, a, a jewel in their crown when they get heaven because I, I, I have not done that. And I'm sure I have relatives that are like that. I just haven't reached out to do it. So, again, I don't want to be the relationship police here, but I think we could probably all do better in this area. Yeah, I think we all, I mean, we all know that it's just, it is so difficult and life does get in the way, but just again, being intentional about the things you do and, and just kind of sticking yeah. to it is not easy, but it is rewarding yep. if you can do it. Uh, let's shift gears now. Let's go business goals. Uh, and let's start with, with what you maybe have for your clients, like for people that, that are in business or have their own business, what are some things you, you work with them to, to maybe try to accomplish this year? Yeah, we've, we've got certainly clients who own their own businesses. And I know there are people listening to the podcast who own their own business. And, um, you know, usually when I'm talking to a business owner, the goals usually seem to center around some type of, of sales goal or a revenue goal for the company. And, and these, of course, are all metrics that a, a business owner should have a, a really good grasp of. But what if what if you set a, a business goal this year to enhance the experience of your employees? And, and I'm not talking about just giving them a raise. I'm talking about maybe better equipping them to do their jobs. And as being as I was prepping this, I'm like, all right, um, may, maybe these are some of the things that I that I need to do. Maybe there's some type of additional training that you can do, or send them to a, a conference that'll help them grow. I mean, because they. It's likely they see you do these things, so it would probably be very helpful for their growth, not only as an employee, but as a person, for you to send them to something like this. Um, you know, that, that would give them a sense of probably importance. Hey, you know, he thinks a little bit better of me. I remember a few years ago, I did send um, my employees to a training conference um, out to Kansas for, for about three days and they, and it was very helpful. They had a blast, but I think it was more about their camaraderie and just getting away than maybe exactly what, what they learned. Um, here's another thing, really a, a business goal. I know for a lot of people that may be listening to the show, you're starting to wind down a little bit in your business. So maybe, maybe you've thought a little bit about an exit strategy in the past, but but for some reason or another, you've you've put it off. So it, it's always next year, then the next year, then the next year. Before long, you've worked five or six years longer than you planned on it. So um, maybe this is a good time for you to think about it. And I'm not, I'm not telling you to to sell your business or, or shut the doors down right now. But but if you've thought about it before, then you probably owe it to yourself to seriously look at some type of exit strategy. And and I can certainly help with that conversation. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. 
and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right. Any financial goals that you have uh, maybe for yourself or, or specifically, obviously, the clients as well that you're working with? Yeah. You know, I, I guess we are considered a, a financial show, so it certainly makes <laughs> sense for us to discuss some financial goals. So when I when I think of financial goals, I want to think about things that I actually have control over. Um, I, I don't have any control over the stock market. So if I wanted to set some type of return goal, this means I, I've got to invest in a way that's historically given me that type of return. But as we all know, it's certainly not guaranteed. So I want my financial goals to be something that I have control over. And so for me, typically, this is either going to be a spending goal or a savings goal. So last year, this was kind of one of the first years that I've been intentional about this. I set the goal of saving a certain amount of money every every single month. Um, So I, I knew what my financials were at the end of 2021. And I knew that I had you know, X amount of room to save money every month. And so I I did that and I put it on autopilot. Um, I set up automatic contributions every month from my checking account directly into an investment account. Now, this was totally separate from my retirement account at, at the office. And this is something that almost everybody can do to some level. And it doesn't have to be a bunch of money. It doesn't have to be $1,000. It could be $100 or $250 or $500 whatever works for you. But the important thing to do is to put it on autopilot. Divide that annual goal. If you want to spend, save $10,000 this year, divide it by 12 and have that money come out of your checking account and go to an investment or savings account every single month. So so that's a great way to set a savings goal. Um, And that's, I've I've done the same thing for me this year, Ben. We're going to increase that savings goal. We're just going to plug away because at the end of the year, I look back and I'm like, wow, I saved a, a good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. But a spending goal, th- this is another one I wanted to talk briefly about. And this is one that people don't really think about. Um, but the longer I do this, the more I learn that people have trouble spending money that they've saved for retirement. And, and I'm not talking about people who are 100% dependent upon their retirement savings for monthly income every month. I'm talking about the people that have saved way more than they need for retirement and and their money just sits there for the most part. So if this is you, I would encourage you to set a spending goal. And and I'm not telling you to just go out and buy a bunch of junk. I'm telling you to give yourself permission to spend the money that you've worked your entire lifetime for. So like I've said on the show before, and I'll say it again right now, you're going to enjoy it and appreciate it way more then, then your kids are going to appreciate it when, when you pass away. Um, and, and if you don't want to spend it on yourself, that's fine. Be generous. Give it away while you're still alive. Uh, certainly, you can start giving money to your children and watch them enjoy it, or, or you can give more away to charity. But you know, I think far too often people sit around just waiting for a rainy day, and a lot of times that, that rainy day never comes. So give yourself permission to spend money, and you can set this up on autopilot too. You can have an extra thousand or two thousand dollars a month sent right to your checking account, and then hopefully you'll use this money to enhance the quality of your retirement, your retirement lifestyle, or or, or whatever it is. Yeah, when 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 we talk about financial goals, um, would you put taxes on that list as well? Is is something to maybe if you haven't uh, sat sat and spent time on and, and figured out a plan for to do that this year? Yeah, I, you know. 
I can talk about it, but man, so few people do it because it, it's not here. But we could go back to to 2021. What if at the end of 2021, I said, hey, you know what? Inflation is going to be a big, big deal for 2022. You should probably start planning for it. And if, and if, I, knew, if I had a crystal ball and knew that that was the case, people would take the time and plan for it. Um, but almost nobody did. Now, as far as taxes, it's the same thing. We can talk about planning for taxes. And, and of course, you know, if you want the, the, the book that we've written to, to help you prepare for this changing tax environment that we're in, text the word diffuse to 478 475 2050. Um, and, and we'll send you a copy of that book. And that's certainly helpful. But to this point, probably most people aren't just going to sit around and think, wow, 2023 is going to be the year that I'm going to, sit and really make a plan for taxes because it's it's not sexy. But I'm here to tell you, there will be a time where you're going to look back and say, man, I wish I would have, I would have prepared for taxes, uh, the, the, this tax environment that we're about to be in because it, it's coming. It is definitely coming. Yeah. Again, text diffuse to 478-475-2050 to take advantage of that, uh, that book offer. All right. Let's kind of, kind of wrap up the conversation here for goals. Um, are there any other goals maybe that you have for clients or any any retirement goals you think listeners maybe could consider this year, set them up, or at least to level up their finances? Yeah, you know, I, I think, more, like I said earlier, more and more of my clients are setting some travel goals. Um, a lot are starting to realize that, that they're never going to run out of money, so they want to enjoy things while they're young enough and healthy enough to do it. So, uh, And even more, more and more now, Ben, I've got people who are – paying for experiences for their kids and grandkids. I think we talked about it on a previous podcast recently, family trips, you know, funded by my clients or become, you know, they're becoming way more common nowadays. And I think this is a, a great thing for people to do. Um, you know, I've also had a lot more clients volunteer. Um, I've got clients who now serve on school boards, you know, at, at the county commissioner's office and, and in their churches, they're staying busy and, and they're, there, you know, there's not a lot of sitting around and, and, and doing nothing with, with my client base. They're, they're a pretty active, pretty active group. So again, it's just about being intentional with your time. Cause you know, like I've talked about on this, this podcast and, and every time I'm, I meet with people, it's just a reminder, your time is more valuable than your money. And the older you get, the more you figure that out. Absolutely. Well, if you want to sit down with Lee to talk about the year ahead and maybe make some priorities for your own life, your own finances, your retirement, best place to start is talkwithlee.com. Schedule a meeting right there through the website, talkwithlee.com. And you can check out any of our conversations that we've had on uh, on retirement planning and a lot of different topics. If there's something you have a question about, you can probably find it online, myretirementclarity.com. A lot of great tools and resources there for you uh, right now as well. All right, let's uh, let's take one mailbag question, maybe two if we have time, Lee. But let me start with with Lillian, who is in Atlanta. And she asked this, I'm considering working with a new financial advisor, but only with half of my money. I want to keep the other half with a different advisor. Since you're a neutral third party without a vested interest, I'm hoping you can confirm that this is a good idea since I'd be able to get advice from multiple people. Lillian, I hate to burst your bubble here, but in my my opinion, I don't think this is a good idea. Um, I think it's only going to create problems. And I guess I would ask why, why would you want to move half of your money from your current advisor. To me, that that tells me there's some 
underlying issue. Maybe you, you don't trust that advisor, or maybe they're not the right advisor for this season of life for you. And that that does happen frequently. But think about it in the context of of a of a a doctor. Do you want two do you want two different heart doctors? Because uh, they could have varying varying opinions, and 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 if you're getting too much information from too many different sources, it's going to be confusing. So so I think I think you need one advisor, and you need to you know if you're not comfortable with yours, interview another one. But but I would not you know I, I would not if you were coming to me. I, I I don't have people bring half of their money to because I I don't know what advice they're getting from the other advisor. So. Again, it's it's completely up to you, Lillian. Um, best of luck, and if I can help you, get, uh, give our office a call. I'd love, love to chat with you and tell you how we can help. Yeah, talkwithlee.com or the phone number 478-254-3550. All right, time for one more, Lee, from Jacqueline in Forsyth. says, uh, I'm about to sell a farm that I inherited, which will bring me quite a large sum of money. Should I use this money to pay off my house, or should I just invest the money and use that investment income to pay my mortgage for me? Yeah, Jacqueline, I, I don't know enough about your details to tell you f- for certain what I would do, but my gut feeling is if if you've got a house and you, you're just thinking about paying it off, it all depends on how much money you owe, and also it depends on how much money you inherited. Chances are, if you've got a mortgage, you've got a great interest rate, um, and right now, markets are low. They're depressed some, so it's a good time to buy into the market. Equities are depressed, so you can buy low right now. So my gut feeling is I, I probably wouldn't pay off the house and, and I would invest the money. Um, that That's my gut feeling just based on the limited information that you gave me. Awesome. Thanks, Jacqueline, for that question. Again, if you have one for us, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to MyRetirementClarity.com. And if you want to set up a time to meet with Lee, you can do so at TalkWithLee.com. Two great uh, places to visit there once you get done listening. But we do appreciate you listening to My Retirement Clarity. If you haven't subscribed, please do that as well. You'll find us on every major podcasting app. And I look forward to hearing from you down the road. Lee, as always, thanks for your time today and uh, some great goals and some things to kind of be thinking about for the new year. All right, Ben, get to reading those books. I'm going to do the same. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening to My Retirement Clarity for Lee Perkins over at J.L. Perkins Wealth Management in Macon. I am Ben George. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com and this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody is not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, 
I'll let you know, and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show, and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.